Hello, welcome to Live Your Best Life. I'm Crystal Nicole. How are you? First off, thank you so much for even clicking and listening because, you know, it's really weird doing these things. Now, I've I've been in radio since 2008. I'll let you in on a little bit of my story here. But it's really weird doing this from the comfort of your own home. Now, granted, you know, with COVID and everything, we've, we've had some work at home days. But it's just, it's, it's a different feel when it's your own thing. <laughs> it's almost like, well, if you screw up, who's going to tell you you did? Y'all will. You will absolutely tell me and keep me in check. Uh, so first off, let me even just tell you where I'm sitting right now. Obviously, you already know I'm sitting in the comfort of my own home, which most podcasts are nowadays. Thank you for technology. But I realized that I have less echo in my bathroom. <laughs> so maybe I may be sitting on the toilet right now. You're welcome. No, I'm not sitting on the toilet like that. Totally the lid's on. Nothing's... Okay. Anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> for, again, thank you so much for clicking uh, and, and uh, you know, listening to uh, the madness that is, that is my life. And uh, the reason why I even launched this podcast, well... <sighs> As you know, I, I was in, in radio for since 2008, and I'm currently unemployed. Oh, I, that's never happened in my whole life. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things in radio you kind of expect. And uh, you, you just, you take the loss. <laughs> what are you going to do? They just said, you know what? We're going to let you go. Mm, cool. All right, so so now I can start drinking because I have to figure out what I'm going to do now <laughs> because I have no idea. No one ever expects that, right? And, uh, I, and we saw a lot of that in, in 2020, obviously, with COVID and, you know, COVID-19 coming through and 2020 being the year that changed everyone. And whether it changed you for the good whether it changed you for the bad, whether it just changed you, everyone, everyone's life was changed. No one, not a single person was untouched in, in 2020 with COVID. And if you were untouched, well then, honey, where is your bubble? Because I'm going to need to visit you every once in a while when I wanted to avoid reality and, and, and life around me because I, I need to get into that bubble. Can you please send me the address? Please. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was, and honestly, I think if 2020 didn't change you, um, wow, because, and if it did change you, well, then I really hope that it changed you for the better, because I think we saw with, you know, social media and oh, obviously we know social media can, can take anything and twist it around. But I think that these were, you know, real live action from people, you know, going to stores and then getting into arguments. And I'm just like, why are you arguing? Why are we screaming? Like, why are we not into this, in this together? So I, I you know, a lot of people say, I think 2020 has, has brought us together and, and uh, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence as to, I like to think that a lot of people have changed for the better. Absolutely. But you know, there's still, there's still a lot of angry people out there, angry people. And, and it's sad. Angry people make for 
sad days and and make other people angry, right? So I think we all need to check ourselves with anger because realizing that we were all affected, you know, and some people, they lost their loved ones. They lost work. They lost houses because they lost work. And it was a sad year. In 2021, I think, you know, in the beginning of it and still in it, it's, you don't see it as much, but it's still there. You know, obviously people are getting vaccinated and there's that debate whether you're going to get vaccinated, not vaccinated, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whether whatever it is that you're going to do, just be a good human about it. Why is it so hard for us to be a good human? Uh, but yeah, so 2021, I, you know, we had 2020, we had the storm of COVID and 2021, I had my own personal, personal storm and being unemployed is real different. I, you know, I haven't not been employed since I was 14. I remember my mom, God love her, was raised single mom, Puerto Rican and you know, you just, you just don't mess around, <laughs> but my mom, she, I, I wanted something one day and we were in the mall, right? You're 14 years old. Of course, you always want something. And I said, Mom, I really want that. And she goes, cute. Really? That's cute. She goes, I'd like a night off too, but I got you. So that's not going to happen. And I said, Mom. She goes, no, you're you're, you're of working age. <laughs> Jokingly, of course. It's not like, you know, my mom is a terrible person or anything. But, you know, that she, she taught me, like, if you want nice things like that, you got to work for it. She says, I will provide you. You need food? I got you. You need this? I got you. We need shoes because yours are falling apart? I got you. But if you want something extra and something nice like that, you're going to have to work for it. So I did. I started babysitting a couple of kids in the neighborhood. And I thought I was his big shot because <laughs> I had my own money, you know. First thing I got, oh, my pager. <laughs> like, who needs it? I'm 14. Like, did I think that I was starting a babysitter's club? Probably. I didn't need a pager, but I but I got it and I paid $15 a month. And it was one of those, like, clear blue ones, you know. <sighs> I don't even know. I still don't even know. Uh, after that, I ended up working at a McDonald's because I needed more money. I needed more Stability. I told my mom that day. I was like, I need, I need more pay. I need more stability. She goes, Oh, you want more nicer things? That's what's happening here. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, go. To, let's go. I'll drive you around because I didn't have a car at the time. That's what I wanted was a car. <laughs> so I ended up working at McDonald's. That lasted about three years. It was like sixteen to eighteen. And then I ended up working at a pharmacy because I wanted to be a pharmacist. Oh man, did that. <laughs> So I worked in a pharmacy, and little did I know that that pharmacy was going to be life-changing. And any pharmacist out there that might very well stumble upon this podcast and listening, thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. And I know you don't get a lot of those because I've been on the other side. I worked in the pharmacies really, obviously. You, from the outside, you, you know, you probably deal with whatever the doctor is or the drama from your insurance and the drama from, you know, whatever the case might be happening. We've all been there. And, you know, not every ride to the pharmacy is smooth. And, uh, but for me on the other side and, and why I dropped out of pharmacy school, because, yeah, I did that. I totally was in pharmacy school. I dropped out. Uh, was because working in a pharmacy, I realized how heart-wrenching it is because the insurance companies, man, I... I hate insurance companies because of things that I'm about to tell you. So 
I remember this first time, and this is about a week after that this happened, I dropped out of pharmacy school. I was 20 years old. And I lie, I was 21 because I was hungover that day. And that's not why I was mad. <laughs> it was why I actually said something. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, so... I ran an insurance store and a lady came up and her copay was $1,000 and she, she broke down. And it wasn't the first time that I had seen someone break down, but it was the first time that it actually affected me because I was, you know, I was older and she walks away because she couldn't afford it. It was $1,000. Who can afford that? And I looked down and I realized that she was a chemo patient. And it broke my heart. And five minutes right after that, five minutes, you got this crackhead who came in. Wanted to get his meds and he would come in there once a month to get the same thing. And his copay was zero. And what was a shame is I knew he was gonna take those pills and he was gonna go down the street and he was gonna sell them and probably make about $300 off that, that bottle, if not more. I don't know what the market is out on the streets. But I remember looking at my pharmacist and just, I just bawled. I started crying. I said, this, this is just, it's a shame. It's a shame. And that, it wasn't the first time that I realized that life was unfair, but it was the first time that I was just like, I'm not doing this. I'm not gonna, going to continuously tell people that they can't get their meds because of this. And it's obviously I was, you know, growing up, I always wanted to save the world. I wanted everyone to be happy. I wanted, you know, I didn't want anything bad to happen to anyone. And obviously it's, that's not life. And I knew, I knew at that moment that there was no way that I was going to spend the rest of my life or at least 20, 30 years of my life working in a pharmacy and, and having to do that day in and day out. I just couldn't turn my heart off like that. And maybe I should have because of the, you know, the dollar signs. You make a lot of money in pharmacy. <laughs> but it wasn't the money for me. And I just realized that I didn't want to be miserable. I did not want to be miserable. I had seen so many pharmacists that I had worked with over the 11 years who came in fresh out of school, so happy, so chipper and ready to just make people feel better. On the fifth year, they had crazy they were miserable they just they just hated now it's not it with everyone there's just a few that i had encountered and i was like i go mm -mm, i can't and i understood why because the things that you actually have to deal with so i decided i was gonna entertain <laughs> so entertain for way less money too uh money's not the same pharmacy and radio it is not the same anyone who thinks that it actually is the same, it's not. I mean, it could be, you know, if you're like Ryan Seacrest and you know, the big guys out there, definitely. <laughs> but not for us little guys. Definitely not, definitely not for the unemployed, <laughs> like myself. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to, I, so I did. I graduated in 2008, uh, remember landing my first job. And then I, my first job, actually it's funny. It's not the first time I've been let go. The very first job, <laughs> that I had in radio. It was only a weekend job. Like I was only there Saturday and Sunday. I loved it though. I thought I was a big shot. Well, I just loved it. I loved being around people. And uh, they actually let me go. And the reason why they let me go was because I was, I had an opportunity to move to Orlando and I didn't want to take it 
because I didn't want to leave them because it was like my first, I was like, I can come back on the weekends. It's totally fine. Like I, I could do this. It's not a big deal. They let me do it for about a month and they realized like, wow, it, it, it really is a lot. They wanted me to realize it was a lot. No, I was not letting them down. They looked at me right in the face. They called me in on a Monday. Said, hey, can you, we know you're still in town. Can you come in? I was like, oh no. Did I, did I not set the alarm before I left? Did I, did I leave it open? Oh my God. I didn't close the door and the entire, someone robbed it. <laughs> a 21 year old, 23 at the time. I'm sorry, 23 year old was thinking. And I am just sweating. And it's already hot in Florida. I am sweating driving to the station. And uh, they sat me down. And they said, you can't. You can't work here anymore. I said, what? What do you mean I can't work here anymore? I, was so, I didn't know what was happening. They're like, it's probably best that we just, you know, you, you, you're you in Orlando. When are you going to embrace it? So, I ain't embracing it Monday through Friday. And they said, no, kid, you need to spread your wings. And six months after that, I actually landed a part-time job in Orlando working for the number one radio station. And I wouldn't have that probably wouldn't ha I wouldn't have gone out for that had they not fired me. So I lie when I said this is the first time that I've been fired. But that was a different time. <laughs> They were like, you have to let us go. <laughs> we're not letting you go. You have to let us go. And uh, I love those guys. I still, I still talk to one of them, actually. The, the general manager is who I still talk to. And uh, I worked in Orlando for a few years. And I was working still at the pharmacy because I was only part-time in the radio. So I'm doing both. I'm working like 18-hour days. And I was just beat. I was this time. I, it's, I'm pushing almost 30 years old, and I've been, so I've been doing this for a couple of years in Orlando, and working in a pharmacy, and just hoping to get something full time. And you know, they were, they just the chances weren't there. You know, like they weren't there. And I remember I started. I started. I talked to, you know, the host of the morning show, who's my mentor, who I just absolutely love, who, you know, taught me the hard way in radio but thank god he did man thank god he did he, even thank god for some of those tears <laughs> i had to go through i had to learn those lessons uh but he's like you have to start applying if you want full-time radio sadly it's not gonna happen here we, we don't they don't they weren't doing full-time you know, it was a bad time in radio. It's kind of always a bad time in radio when you think about it. And uh, so they started helping me, you know, get out there. And I, you know, had some, had some, uh, you know, interviews here and there. And then finally, Pennsylvania called me and came up for a week. And I honestly, I still don't know how I got that job. <laughs> like, I really don't. They honestly, they took a chance on me. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was a fun ride and it was actually, I rode there way longer than I thought I was. You know, I, I had come up here, uh, with a mission. I was only going to be here for two years. Like I was, you know, ready to, to learn and, and get to the next destination, wherever that might have been. You know, like I was seeing my name, like Ryan Seacrest at the time, young, young minded. You know, I was super young. And, uh, here I learned that it wasn't about that. 
nothing to do with uh, with your name and big lights or anything like that. You know, so coming from the big city to to a small town was was actually what my soul needed, and I didn't even know that I did. Crazy, right? Um, but so years, you know, went by, and I was still here, and I was realizing that my dreams were changing. It, it, it was. I didn't want the same thing that I wanted before. I didn't I didn't want to jump to the next market. I had actually liked it here. I fell in love with the people. It wasn't, it was, you know, from the listeners to the people I work with, to the people who became my friends, to the friends that I met, you know, in this little area that I just absolutely did not know that I needed. So I stayed, I stayed. And then, Things that I wanted to do, I realized I wasn't doing them. Not because I couldn't do them, not because I didn't have the opportunity to do them, but because I became complacent. I became comfortable. I was like, what else do I need? I love my job. I love my friends. I love my family. I love this area. What else do I need? Hmm. Well, then I got fired. (laughs) And I started to realize how much I had let my own personal dreams go. Not that I wasn't living my dream, because I was. But I wasn't dreaming more. I wasn't doing this. For example, I had launched this podcast originally a year ago. I did one episode and that was it. I, you know, just worked. I did things that, you know, I had a, a, a coffee TV series, I would say on the radio where I talked with artists and that, you know, I, I, that's became what I just did. And then I realized that I was just doing it, but I didn't know that If I wasn't on air, it didn't matter. Like everything else, it was just like, (sighs) and you know, you notice people notice it. People notice it when you're not happy, people notice it. And again, it wasn't that I wasn't happy that, you know, things, things took place. And you know, when, when certain things happen, you just, sometimes you just gotta go and I wasn't going to just go because I wasn't going to let down my team. And I loved my team. I mean, not every single one of them, but they know who are the ones that I loved. (laughs) And the ones who I don't, they know who they are too. Uh, But but I I just, I I couldn't let them down. Until, you know, the rug was pulled from right underneath me. And I, I dealt with it. You know, you go through the emotions. Like... You get mad, you get sad, you get drunk. (laughs) You get mad, you get sad, you get drunk. So I did that for a couple of days. (laughs) And then I just started saying, okay, now I have this time. So what am I gonna do with this time? Obviously I'm gonna apply for jobs. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, not necessarily, obviously I can't be choosy. Like, listen, uh, I'm not Ryan Seacrest, but I can maybe, if I don't, if I don't want to live in that certain area, I don't have to take it where I felt before I was going to take whatever was given to me, you know, even if it was 
probably not Alaska, so that's not a good example. But that's what I meant. Like, and now I just kind of feel like, you know, whether it's because I'm older or whether it's because I decide maybe radio is not for me or I, I don't know. But what I do know is that I am definitely a different person from the day that I got fired to today. And because I just feel like I'm, I wouldn't say free, but maybe, maybe free is the word, you know? And again, it's, it's, I hate to, to even say that that's the word because I didn't feel not free, but I also, you know, sometimes when you're, it's like a, it's like a bad relationship. You stay, right? You stay because it's comfort. You stay because it's what you know. You stay because it's the, you think it's the devil you know. You know, better to keep the devil you know than to go out and get another devil that you have no idea. But you may, that person might not be the devil. That person might actually be the end all be all. Kind of the same thing with the job. I didn't find myself looking for other places because I, I was just here. And now I don't have a choice. <laughs> now, now I'm just searching and now I'm just, you know, doing things that I'm going to enjoy the, the time that I have while I have it. I don't know how long I have it. You know, I might not have a job for a month or another two months. I don't know. I have no idea. And is it scary? Absolutely. It is so scary. But at the same time, it's kind of refreshing because I've never done this. Again, I've been working since I was 14 and here I am for the very first time unemployed so listen if you're hiring preferably you know if you got if you're like by a beach i'm your girl just call me you know we'll set something up <laughs> but anyway this podcast is gonna you know it's i'm gonna be me i am gonna be me 100 you're gonna hear some truths there might be times that i might cry i have no idea but there's also i've been really fortunate with the radio industry you know over my years of being in radio and the relationships that i've developed that I'm in contact with these people. So you might hear some of my radio friends on here and you're definitely gonna hear artists that I have spoken to over the years and see where they're going because I know a lot of artists have been releasing music left and right, especially my country artists. Yes, I love them. Uh, they've been releasing awesome music. A lot of people, you know, you were in COVID, you were locked up, they wrote music. So I want to talk about, talk to them about it. I want to, I want you to hear their music. So really, this is going to be an open platform. Where's it going to go? I have no idea where we're going to go with it. I have no idea what's going to happen with this, but I do know that this is where I'm at. <laughs> this is where I'm at right now. And it's, it hasn't been too bad of a rise after a fall it was it was very humbling it's super humbling um and if people say that when you get fired you know a lot sometimes people they get fired and depending on how you know things ended or whatever is really salty or they're just really sad and miserable and think that it's the end all and they feel like they just constantly have to belittle their old employment and you know, there was my relationship with my older employment perfect at the end. No, that's why I got fired. Duh. But will I forget the chance that they gave me? Will I forget the good years that I had there? Will I forget the good memories and the amazing people that I met along the way? Absolutely not. Because if it wasn't for that place, I would not 
have had any of those experiences. Now, are there some stories to tell? Of course, there's always stories to tell. <laughs> and of course, my life still goes on and there's always going to be something weird. And, uh, you know, that's where I'm going to talk about it until I don't know who knows until forever, maybe, or until you stop listening. So again, you guys, thank you so much for joining me for the first episode of Live Your Best Life with Crystal Nicole. I promise it will be fun. I don't know how many episodes a week I'm going to do because obviously, again, I am totally unemployed right now, but you know, I've got some stuff in the works. We'll see where my life takes me, but thanks for listening and make sure you stay tuned for the next episode.